Welcome to the FemiPod. These are conversations about females for everyone to listen to, learn from and engage with. Brought to you by your Femi founders, Esther Kewen and myself, Lydia O'Donnell. Welcome back to the FemiPod. This is episode number 25. Uh, thank you for joining us this week and every other week. As per usual, you are here with myself, Lydia, and the amazing Esther. Both Esther and I have recently been hit by coronavirus. Uh, Esther, how are you? We've had a bit of a rough couple of weeks. How are you feeling? I'm, yeah, I definitely am through the worst of it. So I also had COVID, which was uh you know, an experience. I wouldn't say I was too bad, but I definitely felt, uh, yeah, I felt the effects of it. And, you know, it's no joke. So if you think COVID is no, is a joke, it's definitely not. It's like quite scary. Um, so yeah, just had, uh, I felt really fatigued initially and I was like, Oh, like, what is this? And then, so I did a few rats tests, but they all came back negative. So I assumed I was fine. And then, um, the fatigue like continued and so just continued to test and then it came back positive last last Monday so I you know had already taken a week off running with the end of break um oh sorry end of season break and so you know finding out I had COVID I was like damn I'm probably in for another another week or two here of no running so the main symptoms that I probably had were like, like I said, fatigue. I just had really low energy and, and like, I would, you know, not be doing very much in a day, but I still felt like I didn't have anything much to give. And I sneezed a lot and I have um, a very mild ongoing kind of little cough, but it's not even a cough. I was explaining it before with you lids. It's like this, I don't really know what it is, but it feels like there's something inside my, um, my chest or something that's just not too happy so yeah just taking things really slowly and starting to come back but definitely wasn't very fun experience and I want it to be gone completely <laughs> and you're deep in it right now aren't you lads you're right in the middle of of your COVID journey mm, I am um, I think I'm on like day five or six now and I'm still not feeling good like I think every day I hope to wake up feeling a lot better than the day before but it hasn't quite happened for me yet so yeah maybe in another couple of days I will be starting to feel a little bit better but yeah it hasn't been fun I think um I I'm not 100% sure but I was pretty sick about six weeks ago and I tested negative I did four rats and they all tested negative um but now I look back and I think I did have COVID back then as well but I think it's hit hit me even harder this time around so I just um, am having, yeah, pretty, I find it pretty challenging to breathe properly. I um, have had a pretty like blocked up nose, as you can probably hear at the moment, I'm pretty blocked up, Um, just fatigue, tiredness, like I think all the usual symptoms, headache. Um, It's funny because a lot of people have seen that I've got COVID and they've messaged me being like, oh, um, have you got any symptoms? (laughs) And I'm kind of like, yeah, I think I have every every single symptom there is. I'm facing it, but um, yeah, no, I'm I'm doing okay. I know there's um, people out there who have had 
a lot worse than us. So in the big scheme of things, we're pretty lucky and I'm pretty grateful that it didn't hit me too badly, but um, I would love to be feeling better and I can't wait to, to wake up and feel good and actually feel like myself again, be able to get out and go training. So yeah, I haven't moved or exercised um, for those five days that I've had it so far. It's crazy. I actually um, woke up the day that I ended up testing positive and I went out and I ran 21 Ks and I actually felt pretty good. And it was probably about maybe eight hours later that I um, did a rat and I did a rat because I was actually traveling to New Zealand. So I'd packed my bags and I was about to leave to go to the airport to fly out to NZ. And I thought I'd better do one just at home just to be safe because I knew that I had to do one before I headed over at the airport. And I didn't want to get stuck at the airport with a positive test, although I really didn't think I would have the positive test. I think the universe was telling me to do this rat at home. So I did it. And yeah, within about five, 10 minutes, it came up with a line and I just, my heart just dropped because I planned my entire trip to be over in New Zealand for the next two weeks. And um, I definitely didn't plan on being at home sick for seven days, <laughs> but that's life. And that's the world we live in now. So um, yeah, I, I've taken the last five, six days really easy. I've barely moved. I did a bit of yoga yesterday. It was the first thing I've done in a long time. And um, I really miss running. I don't I don't think I was going to miss it as much. I thought I was going to be more probably more okay. And I have been, I think, for the last few days, but it's definitely getting to a point now where I'm like, yeah, I just want to go out and go for a run. So, um, yeah, I think COVID is something that we're all probably going to face at some point. Most people, I wouldn't say all people, most people are going to get it. And if you haven't had it already, then um, we're probably here to give you a little bit. No, I wouldn't say advice. We're not doctors as, as such, but um, talk through our own experiences. And we have talked to um, our Femi doctor, Dr. Izzy, who hopefully you all know and you know how incredible she is. She's given us some really good advice as to how we can return to running after COVID. So, yes, shall we jump into the advice and run through what the amazing Izzy has given us? Yeah, definitely. And I think, like you said before, it's so hard sometimes, Lids, you know, to take time off running. And I feel the same. I feel like I really want to be running and getting back into my like winter training now. You know, it's been like two weeks um, because I had the week off and then got sick. So it's like, damn, I should have got sick while I had my week off. And then I'd be back because like you really, yeah, it does get tough after a while. But I think what we're about to go through and what Izzy's given us just take a reminder from this to take a step back and think of it long-term. You know, we've seen some really amazing athletes and a lot of people have not given their bodies enough rest. And now they're suffering from long COVID, which is still not be- not very well researched, but it's, you know, really affecting them long-term. So I think both of us are keeping each other in check here. And I know one of my athletes currently has COVID and, you know, we're helping each other to really listen and, and think about uh, what we're doing to our bodies and what it could be doing long-term. Um, so we'll just start with um, going through why a slow and gradual return to exercise is important uh, while whilst or recovering from COVID. So COVID infection has been associated with heart inflammation, including a condition called myocarditis. So it's inflammation in the heart muscle, and it can be seen as chest pain or shortness of breath or a racing heart. So it basically just means like if you tried to exercise or even if you went for a walk, you would probably feel 
like it's a lot harder than normal. Um, and you would notice that your, your body's working harder to do something that normally would find it would find quite easy. So um, yeah, studies have shown that it's either one to 2% incidence. So it doesn't seem like it's that much in college athletes, but then some other studies are inconsistent and in showing 15% of athletes could be potentially getting myocarditis or inflammation of the heart. So I think that's just a really big reminder that even people who are asymptomatic could have inflammation um, around the heart. And I think, um, you know, really just taking that into consideration to take take your time with coming back and being really careful. Um, so anyone who's had really severe COVID infection, so being hospitalized or um, having to spend several days in bed and not being able to do anything really, you should probably go see a GP and get your heart checked and make sure that you can start exercising again. And this is obviously after you've tested negative and you're recovering. Um, but yeah, I think that's probably why we all need to take a step back and be really careful. Yes. Yeah, so I think let's we'll chat through now. How should athletes return to training? Yeah, thanks. Es. So um, there are some different guidelines out there that have been put out based around different um, populations. And the ones that we're going to talk through is are more around targeted towards like elite athletes. So it might not be realistic for the general population, but for those who do exercise regularly, this will be great information for you to take away. And as we mentioned, this is all given to us by Dr. Izzy Smith. So we're going to go through a bit of a guide as to how to return to running. Um, and this has been adapted from a combination of the American Heart Association, American College of Cardiology, and the British Journal of Sports Medicine. So there are four categories when we're thinking about returning to sport um, post-COVID. Uh, the categories are the first one being asymptomatic or very mild symptoms. Um, the second one being mild, i.e. sick at home, but could still uh, walk around, did not have significant shortness of breath and did not require hospitalization. The third one being moderate. So um, you're at home, but you felt very sick. You needed to spend days in bed and felt short of breath or potentially was hospitalized or were hospitalized for one to two days. Um, and then the last one being severe in hospital for several days um, and require ICU. So the guidelines um, for these, um, there's four guidelines. So the first one being all groups need to wait at least 10 days from a positive test before returning to physical activity. So waiting at least 10 days from that positive test before you get back into anything that is physical. Um, as I mentioned, I've been doing yoga, but it's very low intensity yoga um, and I won't be getting out running until I definitely feel a lot better, but um, at least there's 10 days after being tested positive. The second, groups one and two, so these are the asymptomatic and mild symptomatic groups, do not need a medical review before returning to physical activity. So don't feel like you need to go see a doctor if you did have mild or you were asymptomatic. Group three, which is our, our moderate, so those who were at, were sick at home and needed to spend a few days in bed, group three should see a doctor for a heart ECG and blood test. If any of these results are abnormal, they may be at risk of myocarditis and it should have cardiology review before returning to exercise. And then group four, all patients in group four do and should require a review by a cardiologist before returning to exercise. So those are the people who were, you know, had severe symptoms and were in hospital for several days. 
Awesome. So we're going to go through how to return to exercise now. So obviously, you know, now you should all be resting for at least 10 days. That's what basically what we've been told there. And then depending on severity, um, what you should be doing next after that. So with return to exercise, you essentially need to pass through graded levels of intensity before moving on to the next level. So passing a phase means you can do that type of activity and it feels okay or normal compared to before COVID. So it needs to feel pretty much like what you were doing. Obviously you had 10 days off, so you might feel a little bit deconditioned, but it should be relatively similar to before when you had COVID. Um, So symptoms that would indicate that you're not ready to move on to the next phase would be an excessively high heart rate, shortness of breath, significantly increased uh, rate of perceived exertion. So that's when you feel like it's way harder than um, normal. And then if the athlete experiences any of these, it means they need to go back to the prior phase before they can continue. Um, Any chest pain, shortness of breath, you need to go see a doctor, um, basically. So the phases are phase one, got 15 minutes. So that's after the 10 days um, with no symptoms. and you're feeling okay, you've got 15 minutes low intensity. So that's pretty much um, either brisk walking or really slow jogging. And that's uh, one to two days. Um, that's the first phase. So basically 15 minutes, day one, 15 minutes, day two, if you feel okay, you can move to phase two, which lasts for a week. So that's 30 minutes of zone two jogging, which is basically um, your aerobic zone. So really, really easy running, should feel relatively comfortable. Again, any inconsistent heart rates compared to normal, then you should pull back a little bit there and go back to phase one. Um, So that lasts for a week and that's your 30 minute jogging. Uh, Phase three, we reintroduce zone three intensity. So that's pretty much like your tempo phase. So, uh, or your tempo zone. So it should be, you could hold a few very short conversations, but you're not able to speak um, in full conversations with a friend but you're still comfortable enough to hold that pace for a very long time so it should it's faster than your normal easy jog but it's still not really pushing that hard um so yeah you can do that two times a week so at a 10 minute um interval so 10 minute tempo two times a week and you can increase your running up to 40 minutes so in between those tempo runs you should be having a rest day or a very easy day And then you can also resume strength training in that phase three. So that's another week there. So you've already got two days, phase one, a week of phase two. Now we're in a week of phase three. And then the last one, phase four, is your reintroduction of speed work. So going up into efforts that are getting closer to, you know, max efforts. Obviously, you're not going to be going maximum, maximum to start, but you're going to be pushing your heart rate up a little bit more. And um, the limit there is eight minutes in total to start making sure you have a rest day in between um, speed work and any other form of exercise, but then that's only um, limited to one session a week. So what you're doing in that phase four is just reintroducing one hard session in that week and seeing how your body reacts. Um, And then you can also increase your duration to up to an hour and normal strength activities resume. So that's kind of like the phases. Then you move into phase five, which is just your normal volume of training, but sessions are still limited to one per week and that's over a week. And then phase six is your normal training resumes. So that's, you know, that's a nice, easy, easy guideline to follow along with. Um, It's a slow, gradual build back up, but overall 
you know, six weeks of slightly reduced training is nothing compared to what you could be doing if you push too soon. So I think looking at the long game is so important here. Um, yeah. And if you ever feel at any point that you're unwell, something's not right, you should be going to see a doctor and stopping your activity until you get all cleared. Mm. And I think it's really important to know as well that 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 is a really good guideline and it has been given to us by our doctor, but there's nothing quite like also just like listening to your body. So really just take into account actually how you feel. And if you are, you know, moving into phase four and you're doing that speed work and it's actually feeling really, really difficult, then don't do it, cut it back. Um, don't just do it because that's a guideline that we've given you or even if it's a guideline that your own coach has given you, um, make sure that you're really listening to your body because you know your body best. And if it feels like it's a lot harder than it should be or you're not recovering properly, um, then that's probably a sign that what you're doing is too much for you at the time. So make sure that you are listening to your body and pull back the training if you need to. But if you're feeling really good, that doesn't mean you should push the training either. Um, there's, you know, definitely a risk of feeling really good and then going too hard too quickly and pulling yourself back a few steps. So just making sure that you're not pushing yourself if you're feeling really good. But if you're not feeling really good, making some changes to pull back in your training. So yeah, shout out to Dr. Izzy Smith for that guideline. I think that's really helpful and will help a lot of people. But I think what I have been struggling with and I've always struggled with, and I think the same with you, Esther, and same as anyone else that is someone that exercises regularly and loves exercise, loves sport and uses it mostly for their mental health. It's really challenging and really mentally difficult when you can't train and do that thing that you really love. And um, I know that I, when I got COVID last week, I knew that I was going to have to take this time out. And I think I was trying to get my head around like accepting it and being like that, this is something I actually can't control and I've just got to be smart now. But that doesn't mean it's easy. Like it's still really hard to wake up each day and be like, damn, like I'm used to getting up and having my coffee and going out the door and spending that hour or two outside by myself. Whereas I'm obviously not doing that right now. So working through those challenges is always going to be hard. And, uh, you know, like we've had challenges like this in our past before and had injuries and things that have made us not be able to run last year I went into MIQ the managed isolation in New Zealand um, twice where the first time I could kind of run and the second time I couldn't really run at all and those periods of time where you can't do what you love are really difficult so I think some things that I do to help me get through that is I think the acceptance one is a really big important piece I think there's no point just like beating yourself up or really pushing back on this idea that you have to rest because then it just every day becomes this like brutal challenge of like overcoming the fact that you're not doing something that you really love. But as soon as you can kind of accept the position that you're in, um, it actually allows you to move on a lot quicker. Do you find kind of the same sort of thing? Yes. Like what do you do and what have you done in the last couple of weeks? Cause I know you've had about two weeks off now. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely been struggling like, yeah, I really miss running now. Like <laughs> one week I was, I was really happy that I was having a week off running and I was like really excited to take that week off. And then now since I've got COVID, yeah, I am struggling a bit. And, um, you know, today I, I said to myself, oh, I'm going to run 30 to 40 minutes, um, 
this morning, which is cool because I've had, you know, those I've been um, following those guidelines. And then, you know, I got to 30 minutes, my heart, I was running five minute tens and my heart rate was one. Sorry, I shouldn't just babble about numbers, but <laughs> um, for me, normally like around that pace, my heart rate might be like 140 or something. And, and then it was 160 today. And I was like, mm. so I just stopped and I walked and I went home and I was a bit disappointed, but I was sort of like, um, in the end, it's not actually that big a deal, you know, like obviously some people who are elite athletes and they may have like an Olympics coming up or something, then I totally understand. But for people who are training, you know, the way that I am and probably a lot of you listeners, you know, it's not that big of a deal. We can get through this. We can take extra time to heal our bodies and we're going to be okay. And in the long run, what we're doing right now is, uh, getting our body right so that we can actually come back quicker. So taking a few extra days of like easy, easy, easy exercise or a few extra days of completely resting, you won't lose much compared to if you push through um, and, and you push your body back even further. So I think for me, I've just been really focusing on that and knowing that um, this is a long-term thing that I'm doing for my body and I'm trying to heal it over time. So I think, like obviously I've had a lot of injuries and over winter I rolled my ankle really badly and then I came back too soon so there you go common mistake came back too soon and injured my ITB in my hip and where it attaches in your hip and it was so painful it was literally the most, most painful injury I've ever had but I think for me what really helped in that time was like realistic goal setting but then also sticking to re- my rehab plan so I have like a weakness in my left glute and I've had a fair few injuries around that left side of my body. And so for me, I was like, I'm going to take this time and like absolutely strengthen that side of my body and like actually deal with something that's probably going to give me another injury in the future anyway. And so I was just really, really um, diligent with sticking with that. And I know shout out to Lydia, one of our runners, she did a post on our Femi page, but instead of getting down about it and obviously you can take your time and grieve and be sad that you're injured or sick. But what you can do instead is set your sights on how to come back the smartest way possible and the strongest. So yeah, sticking to my rehab plan was like how I sort of set about my days. I was really diligent with it. Spent like 30 minutes morning, 30 minutes night, every single day. And I came back and um, I was also cross training at the time, which was cool. And I ran pretty much exactly what I was running before. And then I ran PBs, you know, in, in the half marathon and that sort of thing. And that was only shortly after I'd come back. So I think goal setting and like sticking to your rehab plans like one of um that's a really good way to get through the the mental break obviously when you're sick it's different and I think that's probably why me and you are both struggling Lydia because it's like we actually can't cross train or we can't do much at the moment apart from rest so I think you know with an injury a physical injury those two things help but with a sickness or a virus it's probably more about like that self-love and like uh probably identity piece which you might want to touch on Lids. yeah like you said massive shout out to our femi athlete Lydia she has had a crazy journey where she broke her ankle a few months back and 
she is the most committed, dedicated athlete I have ever met. She's every day spending hours rehabbing, cross-training, keeping her fitness up. And it's been so impressive, but also amazing for me as a coach to work with her because she makes my job very easy, um, how dedicated she is. But yeah, you're right. I think setting those like those goals, whether they are, you know, physical goals based around your sport or goals outside of sport that help you to just keep ticking over without actually obsessing over the fact that you're not training or making progress physically um I think for me like we're very lucky that work is so busy and we do something we love and with the fact that we can't actually train being able to invest that I want want to say energy but there hasn't been a lot of energy but um time (laughs) I want to say invest that time into our business and working at Femi versus like going out and running every day but you know, when you run or play sport or do any form of movement that you love and do it over and over, it is an addiction. And we know that, and I know that I'm addicted to running. And to be honest, I'm glad it's running and not something else, but it is really hard when you take that, you take that addiction away, or you have to, you know, pull back from that addiction, um, that thing that you are completely obsessed with. Uh, It is really, really difficult mentally. So especially when you base your identity around it. And we talk about identity a lot at Femi and how important it is to disconnect your identity from what you do as a person, whether that is your sport or it is your career. Knowing who you are away from those two things is so important because when they get taken away from you, you can completely lose yourself if you don't know what your identity is away from that. So for us, working through who we are and what we want away from from running has been really important. I think it's really helped with working through these challenges of not being able to run. And actually, to be honest, over the last couple of years, well, last year at least with COVID and everything else that's kind of gone on in my life, I definitely have felt like I've lost a piece of me because I haven't been racing up. I think I've raced once in the last year, which has mentally been really challenging, um, but it's definitely pushed me to a place to dig even deeper into who I am and my identity. And now I know like, and it's something I'm probably still working on, but knowing that, you know, I, yes, I'm an athlete and I love being an athlete and a coach, but um, I'm so much more than that. And I can still be who I am without having those things tied to me. But yeah, I, I think with being sick, what I am struggling with I, compared to being injured is that when you've got an injury, you have a rehab plan and you can cross train, like you said, and you kind of have a very rough idea about when you're going to actually be back running and how long that process is going to take. And it's easy to set those goals of like, oh, in four weeks, I'm going to be able to run for 10 minutes and another six weeks, I'll be able to run for 30 minutes. And in two months, I'll be back running an hour. That's really great. But I think with um, being sick, what I struggle with is like actually knowing how my body is going to return to running and how my body's going to cope with coming back into it, how long that process is going to take. So, you know, we're all very different. It's important to understand everybody's bodies are so different and everybody, they'll be on different journeys coming back from a sickness. Um, So it could be, I could be back running in two weeks. I could be back running in two months. It might take two years. You just don't know. So I think that figuring out who you are, your identity, setting those short-term goals away from running for me has been really important and finding that purpose in my life away from just getting up and going running every day um, has has definitely helped but it's still hard (laughs) it's so hard yeah I think if anyone is like really struggling and uh, not sure like what they're doing we can if if you message us on Instagram or 
yeah, send us an email through the Fumiko website. We can send out that guideline from Izzy. Remember that is just a guideline, but yeah, also if you're struggling, I think talking to family and friends and and staying connected to a training group that you're with, you know, really helps because so many people have been through COVID and are going through it right now. So reach out to those people and just, but just remember also that you are different. Like Lids said, you know, Lids might be back running next week and I could be a while longer. And I keep trying to think, Oh, I'm going to run 30 minutes today. I'm going to run 40 minutes. And then I go out and I'm like, nah, it's not happening today. So yeah, it's definitely tough, isn't it? Like without those easy to see end or finish lines or next steps, it it is hard. Maybe we need to run like an AA meeting, but just for female runners. Um, and we can talk about how we're coping with not being able to run together. Um, yeah, we should. We can call it Femi Runners Anonymous. Um, yeah. And we can all bounce ideas around about how we're feeling and, you know, have a very open, vulnerable conversation. So maybe we'll run that. Stay tuned for that one. <laughs> All right, I think that's all we have today. I know it's a bit of a shorter episode, but as you can tell, we're both still pretty sick and recovering, but hopefully you got something out of that conversation. As S mentioned, reach out to us on Instagram at femi.co if you do have any questions or just want to give us some information about how you are feeling in your return to running or if you are deep in COVID um, like myself, how you're feeling and dealing with not being able to get out and train. We would love to hear from you. But in the meantime, have an amazing weekend if you're listening to us on a Friday Um, and we will be back next week with another amazing guest we have lined up from the Femi team. So stay tuned for that one and thanks for tuning in and we will chat to you all soon.